Yes, yes, yes. What is up, everybody? Welcome back into Pinpointed. Huge, huge stuff to talk about. French Open has finished. Nadal with another championship. A lot here in the tennis world, so let's get back into it. Follow me again, Pinpointed Sports on Instagram, Pinpointed on Spotify, and everything else. So let's jump into it, shall we? And I've got a lot to say here because a lot has transpired here since the French Open. My prediction was wrong once again. I potentially thought Nadal wouldn't win, neither would Djokovic. I loved potentially seeing Tsitsipas win coming out of the bottom half bracket because his whole side of the bracket was very easy. Didn't have to play any of the top guns. But what did we see transpire? Nadal winning his 22nd major, 14th French Open, a career-high, record-breaking, over 100 wins with only three losses in the French Open. Just utter insanity based on statistics for tennis. No player has ever had any kind of dominance in one surface ever in history. He continues to build that. Crazy record, crazy dominance, nobody can stop him. And it pisses me off as well, which I'll get into. Based on the competition that tennis has, and especially comparing them to the big three of Novak, Djokovic, Roger Federer, and Rafa Nadal. So let's jump in kind of what happened here. Nadal, if you haven't heard the big news, besides him winning the 14th title... He had major injury issues throughout the entire tournament. Couldn't feel at points in specific matches throughout the entire tournament. His right foot. It was numb. He's been treating a huge injury. Specifically, uh, some sort of nerve issue with his foot. He's had the same injury previously in the past. Hasn't played before. This time he was able to make it work. A lot of different injections, numbing things he's done. Not even sure he didn't go into it in depth in his press interviews, um, and especially days after the tournament. We see him limping, potentially on crutches, days after as well. And it's utterly ridiculous. I mean, it is crazy, and this is where I have to give Nadal props. He is easily the hardest working and the and one of the toughest players on tour. You're not going to see a player, and this is, again, this derives from him as a kid who he trained with, his family background, the cultural background that has just put in determination, strength, all these factors into him that none of the other players on tour have. He, ever since a kid, was since 16 years old winning tournaments. Uncle Tony, rest of his team has been by his side. He's always been at that spot where be aggressive, be determined, go after every ball, never give up on any point, and that has been instilled in his mindset since day one, and he's never lost it. One of the only players to come back from a 5-0, love, love 40 down in a set, and it just shows how he's consistently the, one of the most competitive players on tour, even through injury. He is, without a doubt, one of the most injured players probably in history for tennis, and he continues to play through, recover, and continue to fight even at the age of 35, 36 years old. It is incredible. And so I give Nadal major kudos for that. Part of the reason why is to now most likely I called Djokovic the GOAT a couple months ago, over half a year ago. But now Nadal has won the Australian in that time, and he's won the French in that time. So now he's at 22 titles, Federer and, and Djokovic at 20, 
And without a doubt, if you want to count that and his dominance at French Open, winning also every title more than once, you have to give the guy the credit. You have to also respect that he's probably still going to win in the next year or two and not retire. He has given indications that he is starting to slow down. Could be his last French Open. He did indicate that in prior interview before the tournament started. He's just going to take it day by day. I don't think he's going to give up. He loves the game too much. He's too good. So without a doubt, Nadal is the greatest of all time at the current moment. Has a better head-to-head record against Djokovic and against Nadal uh, and Federer. It's unbelievable the amount of success he has. But I do want to say one thing, and this is about the entire tennis world, tennis tournament. Um, the entire, re- really, all the players that are competing in all these Grand Slams. And it's just sad to see, and I don't I don't mind it, I guess, as much, because I love to see Federer win. I, I, you know, I don't mind seeing Nadal win, such a great player, athlete, altogether. Djokovic also, just incredible talent. But for them three to be so dominant for almost 20 years is just such a negative reflection on the rest of the tour. And just as an example, let's go through what happened here in the French Open. The number eight seed, 23-year-old Carlos Rude, fantastic prospect, fantastic player, has won a lot of good matches, still continues to work his way up into beating the top three players in the world. 6-3-6-3-6-0 against Nadal. No real competition whatsoever. Nadal probably wasn't worried at all playing against Rude. And it's just like, well, what the hell are you doing here? Zverev played excellent. Had a chance to really beat Nadal. They played an hour and 30 in the first set where Nadal won in the first set 10-8 in the tiebreaker. It was 6-6 in the second set going on to three hours of play through two sets. And this was an advantage for Zverev because Nadal's playing through a foot injury where he doesn't even feel his right foot. And this guy is out here playing two sets with three hours. Who knows if he's going to be able to be capable of playing the next three sets going on to potentially five hours of play. But unfortunately, Zverev slips, tears ligaments in his foot, kind of caught his ankle in the wrong way, was out, had to walk over, had to uh, leave the match. But even, let's say, in the first set, if we don't, if we just count the first set as an example, Zverev major tightness wasn't clutch whatsoever, had set points, had um, had serving ability, service games to win the set. Had an easy volley down the line where he could have won the first set, couldn't hit it. And the next point, missed the forehand out wide, gives Rafa set point. And then Rafa is able to capitalize. And it's incredible how these young guys, and Zverev has won an Olympic medal. He's played extremely well. Olympic medal might be one of the most, probably the most, um, it, probably the biggest award you can win outside the majors and might be even the bigger one in total. So he's an accomplished player, no doubt, has won other tournaments as well, Master 1000s. Still looking for his first Grand Slam. But it is ridiculous how a 10-year to 15-year younger player in Zverev is unable to ever get across 
a Roger Federer, a Novak Djokovic, a Rafa Nadal in any of these majors. Ajir Alassim, the ninth rated guy in this tournament, played a beautiful five-set match. He won two great sets, 6-3, 6-3. But again, in the fifth, choked. Young guy, again, learning to gain experience. Of course, that's something every player has to do. But just the talent isn't there to beat any of these top three guys. And of course, Nadal runs through the first couple rounds, first, second, and third round, and straight sets, no issues whatsoever. Djokovic tried to give him a run for his money in the fourth set, but he didn't even play his best. He didn't even look like the Djokovic that we saw last year when he beat Nadal in the French Open final. And it's crazy to see, and again, you got to give credit to Nadal too, but what the hell's going on with the competition here in the tennis world? You're telling me Nadal's going to win 14 major titles for French Open and not one person? He's lost three times. Twice to Djokovic and one to Soderling. And you're telling me no other player can beat him on clay? I mean, it's ridiculous. And then if you want to take this bigger picture, no other player can break into the top three for the past 20 years in any major, Murray had a chance. He had a really good record. His percent, his percentage rate with Grand Slams, ATP 1,000 wins, and Olympic wins is actually one of the higher percentages, but also he played less due to his injury, and now he's officially pretty much stopped playing due to having a metal hip in his body. But he was one that was considered one that could crack into the top three. We had Milos winning... A couple of games here and there. We saw Chilich years ago win a title. Vavrinka won a, a French Open in 2015. But my God, is it incredibly difficult for any of these young guys, let alone in the prime. Dominic Team is in his prime. Medvedev is approaching his prime. All these players are unable to beat any of these top guys. And they're and they're all outside the prime. Djokovic is 35. Nadal's 36. Federer is 40. We know Federer most likely is not going to be able to win anything else anymore. And due to too many injuries, and it's crazy how Nadal is continuously able to come back from these injuries. On a side note, Federer has had now three knee surgeries, continuously using having back problems as well, unable to get away from that. And Nadal is known to be even worse, as in a worse body as far as recovery and injury purposes. His body continues to get injured every year. And he's able to recover and come back. And of course, I'm not going to say, oh, maybe Nadal's you know, using some substances or something like that. Maybe he's getting away with something. You've got to give him the benefit of the doubt, of course, that he probably isn't due to his background and how he was brought up. But it's crazy to think about how successful a guy can be with this many injuries. We've never seen it. And we can maybe compare Tiger Woods... If you want to compare it to another player in another sport, but my God, it's incredible. And now we're taking a look at this. Nadal's at 22. Djokovic is at 20. Nadal's on his pace to get a calendar slam. He's won the first two. And wouldn't that be incredible for a 36-year-old coming off of injury twice with the foot, foot that's been bothering him for years? to come back and potentially win a Grand Slam, let alone all four. And his Wimbledon's in doubt. It's in a couple of weeks. He was limping, potentially on crutches with his foot. And I swear to God, he hasn't won since 2013, the Wimbledon. If he can come back and win that thing, 
I mean, my goodness, I might, I have to tip my hat to this. I mean, I just, it's literally the greatest of all time and there's nothing I can do about it. Fed just can't compete losing record to Rafa, losing record to Djokovic. You can't compare. But now it's going to get a little bit more dicey because Djokovic is easily going to be the favorite to win Wimbledon. You got no Medvedev because he's Russian, so he was outsed in Wimbledon. Um, no Zverev with the injury torn, um, torn ligaments in his foot. Most likely an injured Nadal, not 100% Nadal, let alone if he even plays. I mean, this could be one of the easier tournaments for Djokovic to win. And his dominance at Wimbledon for the past six, seven years is almost as good as Federer was from 2002 to 2013. And so Djokovic potentially winning the Wimbledon is pretty is a pretty easy favorite. Would probably bet him against the field without a doubt. And then approaching the U.S. Open is a similar thing. And now... You also, you don't have Federer for the Wimbledon, most likely. It, no reports that he's going to play. He's already indicated that he's most likely not going to make it. So you've got a easier field than ever before. And if anything, Djokovic is the most rested player on tour because of his vaccine issues and everything and not playing in the Australian and other tournaments as well. So it is just a crazy time in the tennis industry. And it's incredible how these big three, you can even say the big two right now, and Djokovic and Nadal continuously win. And it upsets me that no other player can freaking break through. And it's just the dominance of these two guys is utterly incredible. And <laughs> as a Fed fan, let's hope somebody pulls through here in the Wimbledon. Come on, any any player, please just come through and give me some good love. In the US Open as well, Medvedev, please come back, do something. And you never know. Our boy Roger Federer might make a return and surprise some people at age 40. Once again, thank you guys for listening. That is Pinpointed, where we're looking at all your favorite sports every week. Give you little updates. Check us out on Spotify and Apple Music Wars podcast. We posted. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Later.